0: Hello there, and welcome to the Clothed in Dignity podcast. My name is Billy Murphy. Guys, it is already March 2nd. Like, what happened to the first two months of 2021? Oh my gosh. Anyway, I have um, a new podcast, and I wanted to hop on here and record this and share it with you. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a subject that can be really challenging and it's just something that we need to talk about because whom the sun sets free is free indeed according to the word of God. So the title of this podcast is uh, The Shadows of Shame and shame is such, it's just such a painful, it's such a painful place to be it's a painful place to live. Um, it is, it's just really, um, it's ugly and it is, um, it really is just something that the only, um, the only reason that it exists, I believe, is to harm and maim people. So, Let's go ahead and get into and talk about shame. And the reason that I, uh, you know, titled this podcast again, um, you know, just in my time with God, this is the title that was given to me, um, The Shadows of Shame, because that's what shame does, right? Shame has us lurking in the shadows. Shame has us hiding. Shame is um, there's just nothing, nothing good about it. It's paralyzing. it It leads to so many, so many um, gosh, negative things and negative effects in our lives, negative choices. It's just a really bad place to. To live or to park, or even stop by, <laughs> for any time really. Um, so I went to look up the definition of shame, and it says a painful feeling of humiliation or distressed distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior, and. Some of the synonyms were humiliation, mortification, and embarrassment. So do you see why I say how horrible it is? And that nothing good comes from shame. And, you know, God doesn't ever condemn us. He will correct us Um, as any loving parent corrects their child. But shame is from the enemy. Shame tells us we aren't good enough, we aren't enough, um, that we're not redeemable, right? Um, and interestingly enough, the opposite of of shame is pride and indifference, which, you know, neither one of those are very good either, um. But shame is, it leads to uh, regret and self-hate and dishonor. And um, shame is something that is often um, internalized. And that's where the real damage comes from. Because we all are human and we all make mistakes. And shame is something that hides in the darkness, right? It's the shadows of shame. And, and shame and that self-hatred and that self-loathing that comes with shame. Now, shame is often projected onto people, right? Someone has done something and someone has shamed them. You know, they've humiliated them in, in some way. Um, so it can either be projected and, and oftentimes what happens in that is then the individual internalizes what they've done. And yes, that thing maybe, um, was wrong and, um, it was sinful, right? Um, but that's not God's heart. When we sin, he doesn't shame us. God offers us forgiveness and grace. And I love that about God. So we know that shame does not originate with God. It originates with the devil because he is called the accuser of the brethren. He is constantly reminding, as the Bible indicates, you know, he's constantly. Accusing us be before God about the things that we have done, um, but oh my gosh, God is—he just wants us, if we miss the mark, to come to Him and just repent and just ask for forgiveness, um, so that so that we don't carry around that shame, so that we can be free, because truly. Jesus died for our freedom and for, for our forgiveness. He paid the penalty of whatever we do that may, we may feel shame about or that we want to hide and we don't want anyone to know because we are um, we're afraid that we will, I don't know what, um, be judged, be mocked, be ridiculed. Um, but if God forgives us, uh, what is it that someone else doesn't um when we have a true heart and we approach God um uh, and just seek his forgiveness um he is faithful to forgive us and he can't even remember our sin he it, he you know from the, as far as the east is from the west he has removed our sin uh, so, but the enemy doesn't want us to. He doesn't want us to seek forgiveness from God, and he doesn't. Um, and he wants us to hide, right? He wants us to hide in our in our shame, um, and stay in the shadows. Uh, oftentimes when we are dealing with shame, then we isolate ourselves. Right We don't have authentic, real um, intimate relationships with people, and I'm not talking physically intimate, I'm talking about intimacy and letting someone know who we are. We play the game of pretending you know we're someone else, and we all have um, things in our past that we're not proud of. I mean, it it really, really makes me mad, um, that we would be bound by shame, that anyone would be bound by shame, when Jesus hung on the cross and died and paid for that thing that you did or I did that the that the devil wants us to be shamed by, Um, and the I was you know looking at. You know, just some more um, articles and and just doing some research about shame. And in, in one of the articles, it said that shame pronounces us guilty, while Jesus pronounces us guiltless. Isn't that beautiful? Because he paid the price for our sin. He paid the price for that thing we we might feel shame about. Um and there were a couple of scriptures that I thought were, you know, really beautiful and just spoke to this. Um one of them is found in 2nd Samuel 12 and 13. And this was after King David, um a man after God's own heart, Is how the Bible defines him, and yet he he committed adultery, and the woman who he had committed adultery with, he had her husband killed, Um, and you know he that would be something right for the to really be shamed about and to carry shame about. Um, But in 2 Samuel 12 and 13, this is David talking to Nathan, who um, knew full well uh, what had happened, even though David tried to hide it. And David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord has also put away your sin Because David did repent. He did ask God for forgiveness. And that's the beauty. um, Because he's admitting, right? He's admitting what he did. And by his his admitting it, you know, and then asking God's forgiveness, then God puts that away as far as the east is from the west. But it's not always easy, right? It's it's hard, it's hard. Second Corinthians nine and eight says that all grace abounds towards us through Christ Jesus, and there, you know, there, are probably a I don't know a thousand different things that we could be bound in the shadows of shame. Um, I know they're going through. Uh, my divorce, that is not something that you want to run out and tell everybody, right? Oh, I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through a divorce. I'm going through a divorce. Um, and, you know, I had to deal with some of that and, and really ask God to help me because it was something that I wasn't happy that happened. Uh, it's something that I wished hadn't happened. And um, I could have very easily, uh, you know, been pulled into the shadow of shame, thinking, you know, all kinds of things, listening to the, the lies of the enemy about my situation, because the enemy doesn't want us to be free. He wants us to live in the shadow of shame. He doesn't want us to talk about, he doesn't want us to take it to God. He doesn't want us to talk about it, whatever it is, or um, or be transparent or share our testimony. Um, he wants us to hide in the shadow of shame. But I'm here to tell you that that's not God's will for your life. It's not God's will for my life. And the sooner we bring things into the light, then the sooner we can walk in freedom and be healed, right? That's what God wants for us. But that's a choice that we have to make. We have to be intentional about that. And I am certainly not saying share whatever that thing that may have you feeling shame are bound in shame or isolated you um, and separated you from, um, you know, other people, obviously you don't tell everyone, but I can tell you one thing that um, God says that when you have, you know, when we have a need to come to him, he already knows the need before we, we ever ask But he wants us to come to him. He wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants us to come to our daddy and say, Daddy, can you help me with this? And God has done that over and over and over and over in my life. And he has sent people who could be those people that I could talk to, that I could open up to safe people in my life so that I wasn't bound by shame, uh, bound by regret, uh, bound by humiliation of what had happened, bound by embarrassment, all um, synonyms for shame. Uh, He will send those people to you. He will give you a circle of people who are safe that you can trust, but you have to ask him, right? And then, as we build safe relationships, it's not something that happens overnight. We have to put in the work and the effort to become um, to become friends and to build that that safe relationship. So we don't really, you know, like just go and um, you know blurt it all out as soon as we meet someone give the relationship time for for it to be to develop but the best place to take our pain and our shame is to the cross because Jesus paid it all so i just really i hate the thought of people living in shame when they can be free So let's just not live in the shadow of shame. Let's give it to God, whatever it is, and trust that he will take us out of the shadows, out of the darkness, into his marvelous light, and then we can live the abundant life that he talks about in John 10.10. It says, a thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, i.e. shame. But I have come that they might have life um, and life more abundantly, which is through Jesus Christ. So um, if you know someone who maybe they've been dealing with something, maybe they are carrying around some shame, um, because shame is often self-inflicted and people... You know some of the the symptoms of shame are wanting to disappear, just don't want to be around um anger self blame um addictions, you know all of those things it's that shame is turned inward, and um yeah, we just don't want people to live in that place. So if they're struggling, they need to know. If you're struggling, know there is hope. And while shame may pronounce you guilty, Jesus Christ pronounces you guiltless through his shed blood. And that's the good news of the gospel, right? Thanks so much for listening. I pray that this helps someone, blesses someone, and gives you a little insight about where shame comes from And that God does not want us to live in the shadow of shame. Thanks so much.